0: My name is Javier Cordova, I'm the President and CEO of Sonacol Corp. Sonacol Corp is a Canadian mining company publicly traded uh, at the Toronto Stock Exchange. We have assets uh, here in, in Colombia. We have one operating mine and uh, exploration projects we own. We fully own three subsidiaries here. Operadora Minera, Four Points Mining, and Sara Holdings.
1: Javier, nice to meet you. Thank you for the introduction. Now, we first met in Ecuador, um, or possibly outside of Ecuador, but in kind of when discussing Ecuador, and you're an Ecuadorian, kind of involved in the mining industry for a long time.
0: Um, how, how did you end up in a Colombian mining operation? Well, an interesting question. Yes, we, we met uh, many years ago when I was uh, at, uh, serving at the time as a Minister of Mining in, in, in Ecuador. I'm an Ecuadorian. I started with the mining sector in 2007 from, from the public side. I was at the time a, an advisor to the vice minister of mine and mining in Ecuador. And of course, I continued to serve in different positions. My last position, like I mentioned, was, was uh, being uh, the minister of mining. And after I left in 2018, early in 2019, of course, I, I continued to be involved in the, in the mining sector. I met the, the company, the chairman of the company, Jeff Hamsot couple of months after I left uh, uh, my my public uh, service in um, uh, actually in PIDAC in, in Toronto and uh, when he presented me the the option and he what he was doing with the company here in Colombia I found it, found it that it was really interesting challenging uh, something that I was interested in the focus on the company how they were focusing on the social aspects here in Colombia formalization of small miners that was part of what I tried to do in Ecuador uh, when I was the minister. I thought that it was an interesting challenge. Uh, first of all, I, I started to work and look for opportunities. This is a company that is focused in the Andean region. So that was for me and uh, something that I, I thought I could bring to the to the company. So I started first as a, as a consultant looking for, for different projects. And then I, I moved to the to my current position. Um, How long have you been CEO for? Uh, I've been the CEO for now... About two and a half years. When,
1: when you joined the company, when you took up the position of CEO two and a half years ago, what what was the um, what was the kind of the situation of the company? Because I understand you're mining, you're producing around uh, three thousand ounces of gold per month from one of your operations from, from from a mine. What was the
0: company then, and compared to what it is now? It's been a lot going on. When I joined the company, we weren't producing. At that time, we owned a four points mining that has a 225-tons-per-day mill here in Colombia, and Sarah Holdings, that is an exploration project. Uh, we we weren't producing at the time. The, the limon mill wasn't producing. And at the time, uh, when I joined, we just uh, sold the, uh, a project that we had in Arizona, Gold Road. And we started to negotiate with Mineros the acquisition of Operadora Minera, that is the operated mine. So when I joined, we weren't producing. We closed the deal of Mineros, which to be three years now in in July. So in July of 2020, we we bought Operadora Minera, that at the time had two operating mines, uh, traditional mines, and were and was uh, that company was producing at the time about 1,400 ounces of gold per month. So when I joined, we weren't producing. Then a couple of months after, we bought Operadora Minera. Uh, and we started producing uh, with Operadora. It was a, uh, an operating mine, 1,400 ounces of of gold. Right, right now we have doubled that. We last uh, last month in May, we produced a record. It was a record month with over 3,000 ounces of gold. And we should continue to ramp up to to so we can finish the year with 36,000, about 36 between 35 and 36,000 ounces of of gold. That is that is, I, I believe, for the team here, pretty impressive. Operadora Minera was a company that was doing Around uh, 16, 17,000 uh, ounces of gold per per year. Last month, last year, sorry, we did 23, over 23,000. This year, we should be at around 35,000.
1: You said that you took it took it on. It was a um, traditional mining, and what what do you mean by that? And have you changed it away from traditional mining? And if so, how?
0: Yeah, when I when I uh, I should have been more clear that when I uh, mean traditional mining is the two mines that uh, that we were mining at Operadora Minera. Where traditionally, the sense that it's like you build a decline, and uh, you have uh, the, these, uh, the the operators they use the jacklegs in order to to drill uh, and to blast. So it is, uh, and then they move the material in in small like crates, carts inside the mine. So it's 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 more like they call it here like more traditional mining. Now, uh, Cordero, that new mine that La mine was already closed. Cordero, it's a it's a mechanized mine, so we are using jumbos, dumpers scoops inside the mine we're going to with current fill as a as a mining method so it's it's a completely change so now that the new mine it's mechanized mine it's a modern mine much more safe uh, than what we had before, uh, and it it's that's part of the reason why you are seeing that uh, ramp up in production.
1: And did you have to invest a lot of capital to kind of get the equipment and to do the training yes. and, do, and do, do the do the turnover? So, what was the, what was the kind of the, uh, it, it, the the rough total investment?
0: Yeah, so just in equipment, we bought when we started to develop the Cordero mine, we had a, a contractor that did or the, the development. the uh, development. By the middle of last year, we decided to to go to fully operate uh, our 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 mine. So we bought Sandvik equipment. Uh, the the investment for that was over five five million dollars US, uh, and we've been self performing since uh, last quarter of of last year. So not only in that we have invested, of course, in the in the new equipment. We're building a new tailings dam. There have been some investment to to improve. Uh, uh, our, our meal, uh, the, the mine site account. So uh, I think that the company has made a, a very important investment in the last couple of years in order to make this uh, the operation that we're having to run it in, a, in, a, in the safest way possible, of course, to be as, as efficient as we, uh, as we can with cost control. And I think it's it's something that it's, it's it's showing and it's proving some very important results.
1: Well, congratulations on the the transformation to date. What's your vision for the company now? Is it is it about sustaining a run rate of thirty five, thirty six thousand ounces uh, in this project area and looking at other project areas, or is it growth within the project area? Um, um, what's what's the what's the, the
0: the broader plan? So so definitely uh, to grow, uh, we are expecting. Like I mentioned, we should be over thirty-five thousand ounces of gold in 2023, and for 2024 forward, uh, we should be over forty-five, forty-seven thousand ounces of gold, and and this should be coming from from Cordero ramping up the production of Cordero and restarting the the Elimon El mill. So we right now we own two mills. One is the El Bagre Mill, the one that is operating right now with a capacity of about 450, 475 tons per day. That's the one that we're operating, and it's getting all the all the feed from the Cordero mine. And we also have, I mentioned at the beginning, at El Limón, at four points, at the other subsidiary of the company. Here we have an additional mill of 225 tons per day. That's in current maintenance, and that's waiting for the for production in Cordero to ramp up. Uh, so we can get part of the feed to that mill. Right now we are producing about 470 tons per day from the mine, and that's going to the uh, uh, El Barrio Once we can get that production to uh, to go over 600 tons per day, we will start taking that production to El Limón. That should happen uh, in the last quarter of, of, of this year. This is what we're aiming for. Uh, and then you can see we should see next year a uh, around up production going over forty-five thousand ounces. Of gold. then we have an additional project.
1: Sorry, so what's the what's Sorry. the trucking distance to a lemon
0: mill? It's 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 very close. So uh, between the uh, the two mills, it's about a forty-five minute drive. Uh, we we have two two different roads to access, so so communications and I meaning that the roads are are very good, so that shouldn't be any. And
1: where's the the Cordero mine? Is it near Bagre Mill?
0: Yeah, near El Bagre. So the Cordero mine is very close to El El Bagre, and it's uh, but it's not not very distant from from El Limon. So that's that's also a a very important uh, advantage for us that we have the two mills that are really close uh, between. There's two two mining towns, El Bagre and Zaragoza. El Limon is closer to Zaragoza. El Bagre is where we have our operation right now in in uh, in cordero but the distance for for the for the two of them it's like i mentioned about 30 45 minutes and you have two different roads to access so it's very easy and when you talk about expanding
1: production to 600 tons per day from the current level of 470 i mean effectively that's a 30 percent increase in 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 your daily production is that just coming from uh increasing the number of stopes that you've got, then the number of headings that you've got open.
0: Yes, yes, uh, precisely. It's coming from, from there, uh, increasing the stopes. We're now mining. We are have developed uh, uh, and started to mine from different levels, level two, three, four, five, and we're going to level six. So once we continue to to advance and develop the mine, we will have more stopes and we'll be able to get more, more production. Uh, like I mentioned, it, it, it's, been, it's been very challenging. When we got Operadora almost three years ago, we were mining out of Lallier and Mangos. Those two mines were, were depleted. So that the team made a huge effort, not only in maintaining the production of the two mines, but started construction and development of, of Cordero. And we at, by the start of this year, we closed down the two mines that were depleted. So we decided to, to stop production from then and uh, start just from Cordero. So Cordero is been producing steadily, but as, as we continue to develop and we continue to go to deeper levels and, and develop more stocks, we should be seeing more, more production coming from the mine. But additional to that, that I was mentioning, we have also a project to the north of Cordero that is called Nechi. Uh, Nechi has already a 43101. Uh, we have some uh, Mineros, that, the company that uh, used to own Operadora Minera, did some some uh, mining design for for me for nechiso and there's about 120,000 ounces of, of gold in in that project. So we are going to we're starting we will start in the next couple of weeks to do additional drilling in the area, so we can confirm all the information that we had, and we have already started to do some technical work so we can design that that mine. That should be an additional mine. That uh, should come into production in the next couple of years and should add production to what we have uh, in Cordero.
1: Yeah, you kind of, and you, I mentioned you, also you, the you planning in mine life of what kind of um, twelve years there, so kind of ten thousand ounces per annum. Ounce. Yeah, exactly. Is, is, is that what you're looking
0: at? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, at least at least ten years. Of course, we have uh, we have right now uh, about forty-five thousand uh, hectares of land in the property. So there's a lot of land that we need to cover in order to uh, for our exploration team. We have three drill rigs and uh, to the, the drill from surface and a small drill rig that we use to 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 drill inside the mine at Cordero, so different targets. The idea is to continue to expand life of mine. From what we have right now, we're seeing at about 10 to 12 years of uh, mine of life between Cordero and Nechi, but we are confident in the area where we are in Colombia, it's very prospective, very in Antioquia. We should be able to. To add to that mine of life.
1: What's the what's the resource at um, Cordero? Uh,
0: the resource at Cordero, we did an uh, an, uh, an update to the forty three one oh one So between Cordero and and H-E between uh, including Infer, we're looking at about four hundred thousand ounces of gold. Okay.
1: Let's let's just look at the kind of the balance sheet and where the the money goes. So let's first of all let's look at the cost of your gold production, um, and then then we can kind of follow
0: we can follow the money from there. Yeah, so right now we're doing, uh, our cash cost is uh, 800 a bit below $900 per ounce, 893 And all in, we're looking at about uh, $1,200, 1250 200, $1, Again, we have made a lot of investment. We're doing a lot of investment right now. We're building the, the new dailies that um, uh, we had... Uh, a gold loan that we paid in full at the beginning of the year, two years earlier than expected. So uh, on that side, I think we're we're doing very well. And what we want to do is we just bought a, an additional asset. We had Operadora Minera, Four Points Mining, and Sara Holdings, that was 27,000 hectares of land in the heart of Antioquia, and I would say one of the most prospective areas here in Colombia to the south of where we are is a Gran Colombia operation. They have mined uh, more than, historically, more than 10 million ounces of, of gold. And to the north of where we are, is the alluvial operation of, of Mineros. They're producing about 80,000, 90,000 ounces of gold per year. So we are basically in the heart of one of the most prolific areas in, in Colombia. And we just acquired, uh, like a month ago, we acquired a property adjacent to our property, to the south, uh, or to centro, that... Added uh, about say, eleven uh, thousand hectares to our property. It's something uh, more than that, uh, and that also uh, gives us and create us more 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 targets. We did an, uh, that. The deal was for two point two million dollars. We already paid one one million dollars uh, to as a, as a part of the deal, and everything's coming from from cash flow. So we haven't gone to the market. We haven't raised any additional money. Cash flow that is being generated from operation is funding the operation. It's funding the pay the gold loan. It's funding all the investment that we're doing with the sandvik equipment, with building that new tailings dam. Of course, all that ventilation system, energy for for the mine, but it's also funding this uh, uh, new acquisition and all the exploration plants that we have. What's a, at Cordera? What's the average mine thickness and grade? So the grade is about uh, it varies, but we were expecting uh, and did the, the block model we were expecting about six point five grams per tonne. Uh, right now we're mining at an average of eight grams per tonne. Uh, these are, uh, most of the area, it's it's, uh, is, it's that the veins are, are not very thick, but I would say in average it will, it will vary, uh, but in average it will be about a meter, uh, 1.2 meters. Sometimes you get a, a very nice vein at three meters vein, but then sometimes it, it will be very narrow. So it's it's typical of the area.
1: Yeah, I mean, amazing that you can maintain that kind of level. Of, I know it's 600 tons per day or 470 tons per day it isn't the world's biggest mine.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: But uh, extraordinary that you can still do that at that su- such narrow levels. It's a real skill, isn't it, to, to have, um, a, you know, narrow vein
0: mining. Yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. When When you, when you see that, uh, and the conditions, it's, it's it's tough. We have to be honest, it's, it's tough, the area is tough, so not only narrow veins, but also there's there's a lot of faults, there's a lot of dikes. So it's, it's very challenging for the team, but I think that, they, that they've done a, a, an amazing job. We have a very good team of at the mine, of mining engineers, of geologists, that uh, they have been able to to make this happen. And and, and again, we have been growing steadily, uh, and we're very positive that we'll continue to go in in that sense right now. The original mine, the first design for, for the mine for Cordero, was looking into four levels we are now already going to level six and we are we are starting to we started to drill some a couple of months ago from inside the mine so we can better understand how the how the the mine' it's it's, it's moving we know it's open in depth we know it's open to the north and to the south so uh, as we continue to drill and we continue to advance to the mine we'll we'll be able to 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 understand it better and to to update the information to have a a better mind plan for the future
1: good just a quick look at your kind of um financials um show that you've got 30 million dollars of kind of gross debt uh with this you're got 5 million through of us with a sand sandvik um
0: yes that's that's probably linked to the equipment the 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 that, that's the equipment okay mm-hmm. and then there was 24 million dollars so that, was, that, that was a loan that that was a loan with sandvik that we're paying monthly. yeah okay. that's very quick
1: and, the, and then there's, you've got the Connex debt. What's that related to? Twenty-four million dollars. Is that Canadian?
0: Yes, that's Canadian. And the Connex debt is a, it's, a, it's Glenn Walsh, who's a, the main shareholder of the company. So that's like a friendly debt, if you can say it in a way. That's that's them. the two main shareholders of the company are Glenn Walsh and Jeff Hampson. So it's a it's a loan through Connex that it's his company from Glenn. It's loan that he made to the company. Uh, many years ago in order to to invest and, and grow we should start there's some conditions for that loan and we we the conditions are worth uh, uh, to start to repayment in 2024 but we will start repaying this year so we can uh, because the conditions are are set we we ended that code loan with ng uh, the offtake agreement uh, two years before expected, so we will start to repay the Conex loan.
1: And so that's what uh, five hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month Canadian is that right? Is that the
0: yeah? That's a payment that we, we need to do, and we should start doing that in the second semester of this year.
1: And so even even after that, you'll still have a budget available to do exploration drilling, and 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 the ongoing development work.
0: Yes, we're uh, we're cash flow positive. We are. Were profitable, so even even with that, we did that analysis again because that the Connex loan uh, wasn't supposed to to start repayment until 2024. But since the conditions are there, we decided to to start repayment there. Good. good, good, good. What, what, tell me about your shareholder register. Um, you've mentioned uh, the the
1: two largest shareholders. Um, what are their positions, and um, who else is on the register?
0: So basically, with uh, between Glenn and Jeff, they own 70 percent of the company. So they're there they have been there since the beginning they're in there from for the long term so they're not looking to to make a a, a quick sale they have invested a lot of money in the company uh, here in in Colombia so 70% of the company it's uh, between both of them and and the rest there's a couple of both of additional uh, sh- important shareholders but but not as, as as important as in 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 size I mean in percentage as as Glenn and and Jeff and the rest is in the float in the market.
1: Surely that's a challenge for the for, for the for the for the market that kind of that shareholder structure. Is, it's it's atypical. Yes. I think it's the, is is a, is a is a generous a way of saying yeah. that.
0: Yes, you know, it's 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 uh, to be honest. Is yes, it, it's atypical. So uh, we are not uh, not a very typical company because we are a, a junior company. Uh, uh, we do both, and sometimes the market, and and it, this is the truth. Sometimes the market don't like uh, that we do both or or doesn't really get it meaning when I mean both uh, it's its exploration and production so we are uh, we are a, a production company and we are an exploration company at the same time we're not going into the market for for to raise money in order to to for exploration program so it's it's, it's very typical for the market to see this kind of company uh, we know that there's some 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 part of the market doesn't really like this this uh, uh, the way that we're uh, that that we're uh, moving the company in that sense, but but for us it, it has worked because uh, we don't need to go to the market. Sometimes it's very challenging, and we've seen a lot of companies exploration companies having a lot of problems going to the market and raising the money. We don't need to go there because we are producing, we're profitable, so we can we can finance our our and, uh, fully uh, operation including exploration, including these additional uh, assets that we purchase like uh, Centro. And, and and yes, having having two important shareholders, in in one way it's a typical uh, because there's there's not a lot of float, so so we see some problems in the liquidity on the market. But on the other side, for us, it's it's very important to know that we have that support from two important shareholders that they have invested from their own money into the company since here in Colombia since 2014 2015. They have funded the company and they have continued to. To to push the the company forward, they have participated in in all of the all the placements that the company has made. Uh, they have been actively participating on that, so that's also and that that should show the market that there's an important support from the from the two shareholders to move the company forward. We want to continue to advance. We want to grow. We want to. We're looking into additional assets right now, not only in Colombia but in the and region because we want to we want to. Uh, move the company to a mid tire in the in the near future that's the objective
1: in some ways if you're 70 percent owned by two major shareholders and you've got you see the 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 reason why not many companies do both as you said you know they don't do exploration they don't do production is because normally the um it's the expiration is on a large scale so it kind of you you can kind of change your reserve base on a material basis so you can you can double or treble by adding a million or a multi-million dollar ounce to it but yes. at, the, at the moment, the exploration you're doing is kind of incremental line, my, line life of mine uh, increase. It's not, um, it's not an order of magnitude
0: change. It's not a step change. No, but actually, 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 it is. So, so uh, here to explain to explain better. There's so we have a, an exploration team that is focusing on what you're mentioning. So what we want to to do is we want to, and we believe we can in the area, that's the reason why we bought uh, O2 Centro. Uh, We want to uh, have more than a million ounces in our exploration plan. That's what we're targeting in the, like I mentioned, about 40,000 hectares that we own right now in this area in Antioquia. So that's the exploration team and that's their focus. The focus we have, we bought on board Chris Buchanan, as our VP of exploration of SOMA, we have here in, 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 in Colombia, our director of exploration, that is focused basically on uh, on adding houses to our resources and, and our reserves. And on the other side, we have an, um, a geological team for mine of light. So they work, of course, they work together, they coordinate, but the exploration team is basically focused on adding ounces to our resource and reserves that you were mentioning like a typical normal junior company exploration company focusing on that targeting more than a million ounces and then we have our mine geologists uh, that are focused on drilling in the mine and drilling near cordero so we can add mine of life to the to the cordero operation so so again a typical, but we do both it's not that we're drilling just to add mine of life actually we have like I mentioned, we just bought a new... We used to have two drill rigs, two uh, light rigs to drill from surface and a small electrical one that we use for inside the mine. We bought an additional one. So there's part of the, that... One of the drill rigs is drilling to the south of the property that's full exploration, that's adding uh, ounces to our resources and reserves. And the other one is drilling right now with Cordero with the geological team at the mine, so we can add ounces to uh, the operation and uh, to extend by flight.
1: Good. Thanks for the, for the uh, explanation. Um, you also mentioned uh, in the Andean region outside of Colombia. Uh, does that mean you're going to go back to Ecuador or where else are you looking?
0: So, so of course, we like Ecuador. But me being Ecuadorian okay. and, and, and since I was actually the, the minister, I think that there's lots of opportunities there. Uh, it's it's very grateful for me to see that very important projects advancing or not projects anymore like Futile Norte, Mirador already in production, and very nice uh, assets. So, so we're always looking into Ecuador. We are right now also looking into into Peru. Uh, some interesting options that we are we are looking. At. There's not nothing. Uh, Formal now, if the, the time ca- the time comes, we'll we'll inform the market. But but we're looking. It's the company is, is focused in the Andean region. We believe that there's of course there's a lot of, of important resources all through the Andean belt, from uh, from the north of Colombia, from Venezuela, all the way to to Chile. So we're looking into that.
1: Just you mentioned three countries. I mean Colombia, Ecuador, and Peru, which aren't perhaps on the on the on the, the wish list of um, many um, companies. Um, you know, we've, we, political uh, instability, not least in Colombia. I mean, um, excuse me, um, in Colombia, for example. You know, there are a whole range of companies which have been leaving the country, not not looking at it, whether it's from the the majors of Barrick or perhaps Fortescue down to the the the, the, the micro companies, the the junior explorers. I, I think Royal 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 Road has just left. Right, Robert. You know, so there's a there's a yeah, range why? of companies which are just saying thanks to. Um, Colombia, no thanks. And Peru and Ecuador are not getting any easier. I guess, I guess, if you're from Ecuador, you have a slightly different perspective on um, political risk.
0: I mean, it's it's to be honest, it's, it's challenging for sure. It, I, I would be lying if I would say if I say that it's not challenging here in Colombia, Ecuador, Peru. You're seeing a lot of of, of things changing in in Chile, in Argentina, in Brazil, of course, in Venezuela. So it, 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 it's 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 challenges. Maybe it's, uh, but you you face challenges and we face the challenges even in the U.S. in Arizona in our project. Maybe not at a political risk, but we we had a lot of issues with the with the authority there. So I, I think your your challenges are going to be uh, everywhere you go. Uh, the thing is, it's very important for us to really understand how how to manage those those challenges and how to manage the the political risk. So. Uh, you're seeing right now in Ecuador some, some political movement activity. The president is calling for for a new, a new presidential election that creates instability. It's the same in, in, in Peru. Here in Colombia, we have a president, leftist president, Petro, for the first time in, in history. So that, that creates additional challenges. Colombia has a history of, of, of important challenges for more than 50 years with all that. Uh, all the violence that they used to have now it's it's, it's not like that but still, it's still many issues to to solve. But I think that the important uh, at the same time it's it's for us it's it's gratifying to see that not that companies are leaving. Of course, we we never want to see companies leaving. Uh, in the case that you mentioned, the Barrick, Fortescue, at Nickel Royal Road, the Thodstone, uh, that they decided to not to continue in the, in the country. But at the same time, we're we're making a uh, production record, monthly production record at the same time we're, we're buying assets here because we know that that these kind of uh, situations creates opportunity. And if I, if I may uh, just set an example, uh, uh, Landin, the uh, late Lucas Lucas Landin, uh, he saw a great opportunity in Ecuador at a time where, where nobody wanted to go to Ecuador, where, where Kinrose uh, couldn't advance the Fruta del Norte project. He took a risk. Uh, the company took a risk. They went into Ecuador, believing that that it, it could uh, be done, and and they're producing right now almost half a million ounces of gold per per year in fertile Norte. So of course we we are not at that size, uh, but I do believe that there's lots of opportunities here in the other region, and I do believe that there's lots of opportunities in Colombia. The conditions are set. We are doing. We're profitable. We're cash flow uh, positive. We are investing. Uh, we're drilling. We we work really close uh, close with the community, so we don't feel that it's a, a, a safe place to be. We haven't had to face any like important issues against the, the company. We we try to be to be to work with with the employees, with the communities, very close with the with the, all the environmental issues, the social aspects of the area. So they see us as a part of the uh, of the of the of the social the environment as an important asset to develop the, the the area and their communities and in that sense uh, we've been doing I think a, a very good job.
1: If you were to look at the kind of the, the overall value of the company at fifty million dollars Canadian, thirty seven million dollars US, add in the thirty million dollars of, of debt, you can, you know, your EV is around sixty million dollars with the cash and netted off. Um what would you say is required to take it to a hundred million dollars worth of value. You now, what are the catalysts that you think that you can deliver that would that that investors? Let's say some investors don't want to buy now, but they might want to buy in a bit. What would you say are the kind of the things to show that you're on the right track that will take you to a to a? You know, what are you what are you looking to deliver?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I think uh, I think results uh, and being consistent. I think that uh, sometimes I understand the market, sometimes I don't. Uh, for example we some uh, sometimes it's frustrating I, I cannot deny that uh, we just went into it, a new release on Tuesday uh, yesterday saying that uh, that we had a, a a regular production mark in, in May more than three thousand ounces what we were what we told the market we were going to do that we are six percent ahead of budget and the stock price went up so uh, sometimes it's very difficult to understand but but I think the uh, and and for us and for the team and that's the what the board believes I think that that we have to be consistent uh, with results, we have to be consistent uh, showing the market that we can do and that we can deliver what we uh, said we 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 will deliver. So I think if we continue in this track of production, if we continue to be profitable, if we continue to show results, if our drilling program continues to give the results that we expect and we can show the market that there's a real possibility here that, that we can have more than 1 million ounces in the, all the areas that we have here in Colombia and that we can continue to deliver and that uh, in the near future we can be producing between 45,000-50,000 ounces of gold per year. I think that that the market should react. I think if we can show uh, that we have a, an important mine of life that is not only a very good result for a couple of years, but there's mine of life that, that that debt can be repaid and then we'll have some money for... So, we can give back to the, our shareholders in a, a, as a dividend, for example then i I, I too believe hey, what I hope that the market will will react so uh, the main thing for us right now is is to deliver and be consistent um, well, delivery and consistency is one thing, but my goodness you've
1: you've, you've um, that's quite a long wish list you know kind of get stable production above forty five thousand ounces, increase the life of mine kind of global resource of more than a million ounces, and then pay a dividend i mean uh, absolutely, I'm sure that if you did that, your your market capitalization would be in the
0: hundreds of millions of dollars. So, so it's it sometimes it sounds like it's 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 like you mentioned a a, a very big wish list and difficult to deliver. But again, it, it's that's where we're aiming. So that's that's the the focus. That's the target. Two years ago, two years ago, it's it's not ten years ago. Two years ago, our production was uh, seventeen thousand, not not even eighteen thousand going from 17,000 ounces uh, of gold per year with two uh, small mines that were depleting it started uh, to start developing the new mine a new mining method it's a mechanized mine with jumbos with dumpers with scopes. Uh, so moving going with a contractor to self operating 100% uh, increasing basically more than 30% from 18,000 to 23,000 ounces, and now uh, aiming to increase 50% in a year from 23,000 to basically 36,000 is is very challenging. But we are already in June; we are six percent ahead of budget. So I think it's uh, I think it's doable. And if we continue to to move in that way this year, we're very focused not only in production and increasing production, but in cost control. We want to be much more efficient. So if we continue to move in that way, I think it's 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 doable. It's achievable with the new targets that we have. Restarted the Elmon Mine can get us next year to where we want to be in, in in production. And if we continue to to drill, I think it's 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 doable. Uh, now again we. We need to show the market that, that that we'll be able to do it. And that's the focus of the whole team.
1: Great. Well, Javier, thank you very much for the uh, introduction to the company and an explanation about your vision and um, what the plans are. And um, I wish you all of the best luck um, for the rest of the year and beyond.
0: No, thank you very much for the opportunity, for the interview. Uh, yes, let's, let's keep in touch. We'll continue to to work and and hopefully the market will will react to that.